They they laser itch. The, What's uh, the significance there? It's supposed to be some kind of like it's like a, a physical like it's nucleation. So like it gives it gives a point for just, the. You're just, you're just not gonna throw nucleation yeah. at me and then it's. I need you. It's like a uh, what nucleation means. For it's, you. It's, it's a physical reaction. Uh huh. So like now when the, you say reaction, right? The the, the, the Mentos in the Coke experiment. Okay. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. nuclear because 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 it, instead of being everybody thinks it's a chemical reaction like the uh-huh. Mentos reacts with the Coke. Okay, but what it is is on the surface of a Mentos, there's these little these little dips, okay. and so as it passes through the Coke, which it has entrapped carbonation like yeah. CO two, yeah, yeah, yeah. it forms on the surface oh. of the. So that why that's why if you drop more Mentos, mm. the bigger the explosion. So you're saying Mentos is nuclear? <laughs> in a way, you shouldn't uh, eat them. Okay. I don't eat them. I mean, uh, I love how this whole this whole time Gabe's like in the background giving Gabe like mm-hmm. or giving Jay. He's like nodding at Jay. Oh, I completely understand. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, I, I see what yes. you did there with the Mentos and the Coke. I get it. Yes. Like nuclear. I get it. Yes, exactly. <laughs> nuclear is how it is. <laughs> with that, this is uh, welcome to this week's episode of, uh, of Bourbon and Bullshit. Uh, with me as always, well, my name is Todd Bailey. With me as always to my left, Mr. Jacob Morris. Say hi to the people. Hello, everyone. And in front of me, and on that uh, in, uh, incredible introduction to the guitar, wow. uh, we got that's uh, Mr. Gabe Goforth. Mr. Gabe, say hi to the people. Hello. Good. Uh, so today, uh, we want to do a little something uh, different for you today. Uh, we want to talk a little bit about prohibition uh, and maybe the things that went along that. Um, Kind of what was going on in the world at that time. Maybe why they did it. Maybe if it worked. If it didn't, clearly we're drinking now. So it didn't. It, I don't know if you know. Didn't, <laughs> didn't last. Take. Didn't last, right? Uh, and then we're also going to be drinking Old Tub today. And we'll do a little bit of talking uh, about Old Tub itself and the reasons why we we chose it. And I'll tell you a little story about Old Tub. This is how I, I found it. And Jake, I know you do the same thing. Mm-hmm. Sometimes when it comes to bourbon, I get tired of hearing about, you have to try this, you have to try that. What I like to do is every now and again go out just to the liquor store. And this time I went to, I think it was Total Wine I went to, the time that I found Old Tub. I went in there and I was like, I'm just going to find a bourbon. I'm literally going to look at the bottle. That's what I'm going to go home with today. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know you. we've all, we've all kind of done that before. Oh, yeah. One day I went in there. I was like, "Okay, I'm not gonna look at prices. I'm not gonna. I'm gonna go look at the label. It was a little stumpy. The little stumpy uh, bottles. What they had? Short squatty filler. A little short a squatty stumpy. one, man. It was. I just. I love the bottle. I love the make of it. And I grabbed it. Uh, and it ended up being Old Tub, which has been incredible. And in the end, I found out it's a Jim Beam product, which I was never uh, a big fan of Jim Beam until this came out. And I'm telling you, I really, really love Old Tub. Oh yeah, I really do. And Go ahead. At the price point of it, it's like I think I think the fifth of it is right around nineteen ninety nine, yeah. which goes to say, like we said, doesn't matter the price of the bourbon. It's all about what it tastes like. Oh yeah, and I mean it's just it's just, it's good quality, and I mean in based on our you know opening episode, you know everybody knows my feelings about Jim Beam. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we're not we're not friends. In four years, never right. have been. That's right. But from but, the beginning, but they they've redeemed themselves. They did yeah, a really they, good they, job. They did a really good job with this, and uh, you know, just that, given that that old feel, which yeah. you know, the 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 unfiltered sour mash, all the good stuff, right. just going in the bottle. Yeah, it's now amazing. sour mash. You say sour mash. Yeah, maybe we should go over a little bit about sour mash, uh, what that means, and then with that, you could probably go into go ahead and hit the mash bill. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, we can go ahead. And, the, the mash bill on it is uh, it's seventy five percent corn. Mm-hmm. 13% rye. Yep. And then 12% barley. Mm-hmm. So it actually equals 100 unlike some of the ones that we've read before. So That's right. Uh, <laughs> it's amazing. It just it makes it so much easier to remember what it is. <laughs> um but uh but yeah, as a as a sour mash, um it's it's a it's a process of at the end of each batch uh during the fermentation process, uh it's saving it's saving a little piece of it. 
Okay. And so it's it's taking the taking the uh, and that's you know you, when you think mash bill, it's what you put into actually creating the alcohol itself. Yeah. And so what's there's a piece of it that's left over. It's and it's soured. You know, but it contains the uh, bacteria that helps ferment and right. you know, create the alcohol. Mm-hmm. And, and, and what it is is it's taken from batch to batch, so it maintains. Not only does it maintain, uh, you know, the, the actual bacteria itself, but it maintains the batch as a whole. Right. So it, it, it helps maintain consistency. Consistency reigns so, supreme, right? And it smells... It, it, it's when you when you when you're I mean just just smelling the mash itself is like intense sure but like the the trub or the the actual what they use to put back into the next batch yeah yeah that's a whole intense next level it's intense <laughs> yes so but. with the sour mash before they started using that it was the sweet mash I'm guessing so mm-hmm. before the sour mash held the consistency was there actual brands before that. That you can like tell like well this is this certain brand because there was no consistency to the actual bourbon. Oh, I see what you're. I see what you're. Saying. I'm I'm not a hundred percent because I if if I remember correctly what what it typically was was it wasn't it wasn't more brand it was more uh, just you know it came from this place or okay. it, right. you know this it's guy sure, yeah. this guy has you know has the best you know the best recipe mm-hmm. because of his you know product you know, as far as or as you know. The corn and the and the barley and the yeah. rye that he's able to produce on his property, uh, I feel like that uh, that had a lot to do with it. Okay, yeah. but but I I don't really recall. I mean, there being like actual brands, mm-hmm. it was more, uh, you know, based on historical documents, it would it would always say, uh, it would always just give so and so bought, you know, so many barrels, okay. uh, you mm. know, from from this city. Yeah. And and it, it never really specified because it you know, I guess it was no, just in, it would, that's the ink they used to the feather yes dip it in the ink oh was that right. when the feather was it was used. written on that I was it wondering was that. Yeah. thank you it, was it thank you Todd little <laughs> historical fact <laughs> on the, mostly sheepskin right yeah, sheepskin yeah, yeah, sheepskin, sheepskin. So. or on on your on your hand oh uh, yeah on or just yeah. sharp just whatever, whatever sharp they had whatever, whatever you got at the time that's how, that's how you did IOUs you just spit in your hand you say mm-hmm. all right IOU I still do IOU you don't want to do that right now. I still do that. Should Definitely do that don't right want to do that now. No. You can spell on your fist and bump it. Yes. Oh. You want to do a little fist bump? No, but that's disgusting. No, you shouldn't do Goodness. that either. Ebola elbow. <laughs> you know, it's all good yeah. either way. But, uh, but yeah. So, but that's, I mean... It's it's definitely an interesting process, but mm-hmm. I mean it's still used today. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, a lot of a lot of Jim Beam products. I mean, a lot of products in general are are you know based off the sour mash. That was because they found that having that consistency could develop a, a you know an actual brand. Yeah, and things yeah. Like those lines. You know what to expect from it. We'll yeah. have to di- we'll have to dive into a little bit more Jim Beam. I am curious now after having like I said, I've never been a big fan. You've had a bad experience starting mm-hmm. off the gate. Oh yeah. And I feel like in high school that was when I say that all the time. Like, I, I feel like every time we do one of these, like, Eastern, mm-hmm. this is high school. But in high school, and really, people go, "You did what?" <laughs> yeah. But really, Jim Beam was one of those that you used to drink um, back then, and I think that's still what I correlated with. I don't correlate it with quality. I correlate it with let's just, just give me as drunk as I yeah. possibly can right, right now. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. So I'd like to do a deep dive into it because mm-hmm. I'm telling you, this bourbon is it's incredible. I love anybody asks you, this is probably my. I would I'd venture out to say uh, next to that that 1910 this is my yeah. it's probably my favorite bourbon oh, really? out right now. I'm telling you okay. I love it. Yeah. I do. Yeah, I'm not really like I'm I'm new to bourbon as I said earlier. Um but yeah, this one Old Tub especially it's it's definitely one of my favorites I've had. Yeah. My favorite though so far is that rabbit hole. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. That, we have. Yeah, yeah, one, that one, then Long Branch, Wild Turkey Long Branch. Long Branch is good too. We've got some surprising no. ones. It's really been nice for me. We've, it really has. We we we've definitely come up come up with a handful of ones that yeah. you know turned out way better than that I was expecting. Yeah, at yeah. all. Yeah, I mean, and this one, of course, being at a hundred proof, that that also is that something that. Yeah, yeah. You you have to you have to remind yourself that. So you if do, it's, really it's a hundred proof, at least if it would taste bad, you wouldn't know that after a couple of drinks. Exactly. You kind of forget the taste of it. But right. with this, you don't have to, because it does taste really well. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. with Definitely. that, do you want to talk about maybe what some of the reviews have said? I like what you hear, should expect? Tell me, tell me what to expect. Gabe. Okay. I'm are, are tell they, you what I got. Are they as, as light and wonderful as ours? That's oh, what of we, course. Yeah. 
They're probably a little more professional than ours. Nah. Yeah. Well, I don't know if I can. It doesn't make them more right. I don't know if I can grasp these notes myself. Let me hear. Let me hear what you got. But this is from BreakingBourbon.com. And their review. The nose starts off with a simple sense of oak. Oh, there's oak. There's oak. You can taste oak in there. Got it. And a little vanilla. I don't know where that comes from. And just a hint. (laughs) I wonder where they get the oak. I wonder. This is what you want in a good bourbon, apparently. Uh You want a good hint of hay. Hey, not a smidge. Hey, is hint. It, well, we are a horse country. You think there it you comes go. from? Uh, it might be. Okay, you mean it might be that unfiltered flavor too. You mean out the farm there, the, mm-hmm. the hay barrel you see out there in the field? The hay barrel, yep. Same one. I think. Well, it how is. many people tasted that? Well, we're tasting I, it right now. Apparently, I've had hay in my mouth. Oh, I'm there not you go. Same thing. I've chewed on it. <laughs> yeah, no. Chewed on it. Pick I mean, with it. I just I can't I I just can't make the connection. I so really what can. what do we taste? What we taste? I'm gonna grab my glass here. I'm gonna taste See, what I don't taste is I really don't. I don't understand the hay. I'm telling you right now, get the yolk. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know what the hell I'm tasting. It tastes <laughs> like bourbon. Like my tongue is not sensitive enough to say. Now hold on a second. Is that a maple leaf? <laughs> is, it, is it? Is it? Is this Canadian? Is, is, right. is, is this what? Uh, is this what? Where's this mulch flavor yes. come from? I, like, I am not. Yeah. I'm well, not that's from the world. Yeah, no, I, 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 really can. Uh, gra- I mean, of course, oak get given. Yeah, yeah, the majority of the time, I assume that's what um, it is. But there, there, I, I do see the vanilla. I can touch the vanilla. I will give you that. Um, I don't touch hay. Uh, no, I'm not. I'm not sensing that at all. No, I mean, I, but I, I, vanilla, I'll go with vanilla. I'll yeah, go with vanilla, yeah. and I'll go, I'll go with oak. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, and it's not. It's really not. Any change I mean, on that one? Nope. <laughs> Still, still bourbon, still bourbon. Tastes like alcohol to me. Yeah, well, and, it, and that's that is the good thing about it. I, it's not like super hot. Like it, no, it's not. I don't, mm-hmm. I, I don't, I don't get that that real boozy, uh, mm-hmm. that boozy flavor. That, no, it's like you're, yeah, yeah, it's like you're drinking something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's it's it, it is very well balanced. Yeah, and it has it has a it has a good character to it, and and like the full bodiness of like you know, as far as. You can definitely tell the unfiltered aspect of it, where it it's it's trying to give you as much of mm-hmm. the true the natural yeah, what it, it actually is. Yeah, the true character of what the bourbon actually is. Which is fair to when it, I think I think it's safe to say too that uh, you know when you drink this one, like this is what it is. And I, I say that because some of, I feel like some bourbons will have try to mask uh, and try to hide maybe the strong notes of it, mm-hmm. and this one doesn't. I feel like mm-hmm. it accepts it, mm-hmm. uh, accepts it and lets you it lets you taste it. Yeah, it says here, here you go, <laughs> right here in front of your face. You're welcome. Well, and also it says it has leather undertones as well. Now, I, that's on a level far, bef- you know, that's far beyond past right? anything that I can get to. Okay, is tasting leather in my. You know, and and that's why, that's why I feel like it should just be simplified. Mm-hmm. Is it good or is it not? Yeah, good? exactly. <laughs> I what, think, I what think, do you really think about? I think that? if you roll nineteen notes out of there, then you're you're doing something mm-hmm. wrong. Yeah, you. you put, I think you put nineteen notes in there. You've got yourself an old fashioned. Well, you need yeah, to change it. <laughs> yeah. You were just confused. <laughs> you know what I mean? A little you, muddled cherry in there. Yeah. No. But yeah, it's. I mean, that's. Like I said, that's the that's the good thing about these is that you can you can get like mm-hmm. the base characteristics of a bourbon by drinking it without having to dive into yeah. Yeah. all that crazy. Right. Uh, I mean, you can you sometimes you can taste like a, oh it reminds me of a, a tobacco flavor. Or, yeah, you know, yeah, it gives yeah. me this Absolutely. this leather you know leather taste or it mm-hmm. has a some aromatics and stuff. But it, honestly, it's it it does just boil down to okay i it, i can taste it it's full bodied it's not yes. watered down right it's it has a it has great complexity right there's a lot going on there but it tastes good right. it tastes good either it tastes enjoy good. it at the you don't end, either you enjoy this one you don't enjoy this one yeah so that's what it comes down to and now when i drink bourbon or alcohol in general what i'm tasting almost is just like i'm remembering the first time that i had it usually mm. like yeah. If I drink Rabbit Hole Daring Gare, it's going to be the first time I had it. Mm-hmm. Right. It's going to be when I drink Kentucky Gentleman, it's the first time mm. I had it. Mm-hmm. Like, and that kind of dictates mm. the taste of it as well. Yeah. Right. If it's a good experience, which I guess goes along with anything as well. Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. And what takes you, it takes yeah. you back, right? Mm-hmm. It's like, uh, it's really weird to say, but it's like uh, the first day of school again, right? You yeah. know, it's like right. when you're gone from school mm-hmm. for the whole summer and all of a sudden you come back, oh yeah, this is it. This is what school smells like. And of course that goes away after day two. Yeah. And uh, then you go, <laughs> oh yeah, I remember why I hated this. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But bourbon has a different, uh, you know, but it does the same thing, right? It's been so long mm-hmm. since you had it. And I, every time I have a bourbon, 
bourbon. It depends on like it's the same thing with beer, right? Me and yeah, you enjoy, uh, and well, all three of us will enjoy mm-hmm. a Miller High Life from time to time, yeah, and it we takes me understand back. that it's not. Look, it's not the premier oh. of beers, right? It's not the yeah. best flavor I, that I've had, but for yeah. me, it will always go down as one of my favorite beers because of the memories that mm-hmm. flood back to mm-hmm. me every time I drink one. It's all about, and that's and that is that is actually I feel like that's something that you know as as a human being. No. Having the ability to look into the past and and yeah. remember the past and like you have these you know moments in your own history that you can always reflect on and you say yes right. this was good or wow why did that happen right. and why did I choose to drink that right and it's and it's you know it's nice it's it up there nice. with like a with your favorite meal or favorite yeah. food yeah, yeah, yeah you yeah. get that nostalgia factor with it. And with the alcohol portion of it, I think that's one of the reasons since we talk about prohibition, why prohibition just mm-hmm. did not work. Right. Because people wanted that escape for one thing, but they also wanted those memories to come back like it's the good times. Yes. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. don't have to think about being in the depression at that time or, or yeah. being in the Civil War. Yeah. yeah. Since prohibition basically started in the mid 1820s. Right. Mm-hmm. Kind of canceled itself out in the Civil War era mm-hmm. and then came right back, though. Yeah. It went through a lot of hard times in America. Yeah. And that's and that's the thing. It's like I said, you know, it's you're able to you're able to reflect on these mm-hmm. things. We have something we have something I like that something for you. Yeah. We have something like that in our, you know, society and, and in our history as as a country is you know, we yeah. can look back at you know, why would they do that? Oh God. Like well, but, it, but yeah. Right. Well it's it's a thing too, right? But now originally you said that it originally started in the eighteen twenties, right? That's when the first Hey, let's do this. What was that about? So it was the American Temperance Society. Okay. Uh, it was formed back in 1826. Uh-huh. And it helped initiate the first temperance movement at that time and served as the foundation for many groups later on. Mm-hmm. And uh, that was connected uh, directly with different religious movements going on, uh, particularly the Methodists at that time. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. The women's suffrage movement got involved as well. Right. That was in 1873 is yeah. when the, the Women's Christian Temperance Union got involved. WCTU. Yep. And all those, all those groups had really good thoughts and ideas about why prohibition or their idea of what prohibition should be mm-hmm. should occur. To keep men in the house, right. to keep them from going to bars and staying in bars all night. Right. To save money to stop spousal abuse, which mm-hmm. was a huge thing back then, because back oh, then divorce know. wasn't allowed. Yeah, so you're just, you're just mm-hmm. in it. Like, yeah, whatever it just, is, you whatever you decide to do, you, you're stuck there. Yeah, yeah. If you got this guy, this, this, excuse my language, asshole husband yeah. uh, uh, that comes home every night drunk from the bar, the saloon, or what have you. Mm-hmm. Uh, and some people just had to keep dealing with that, right? And that's what one of the things that sparked women's rights movements getting into that, saying that, hey, as a woman, you know, we do matter. This matters. We're on this. We should be on the same level, right? At least to vote as men should be. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But even in that time, it was people are there. And then incredible backlash think, to it. Isn't incredible to think, um, kind of where, uh, where, where that is, where mm-hmm. it was then, and like where we are now. Which it, maybe it's still not where we not maybe it's not mm-hmm. it's still not where we need to be yet. No. But to, mm-hmm. to even think right about it being an issue back then just. Oh, it absolutely blows right. oh, my yeah. mind. And these women, they definitely protested outside of saloons. It became this mm-hmm. uh, anti-saloon mm-hmm. uh, movement that occurred. And when you say saloon, you talk about the saloons that we that we think about from like the old west, right? Yeah. Those kind of saloons. Mm-hmm. Well, and the, and that's the funny thing is is uh, saloons and taverns actually the like the historical aspect of them is that they were meant to be gathering points for uh, a, a lot of. Because especially during the times when there were a lot of immigrants, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. so you had you had a lot of people coming in from uh, from you know Europe, yeah, that you know they were just trying to from Ireland, yeah, they're trying to get they're away from famine, that. they're trying to get away from you know their governments, they're mm-hmm. trying. They, I mean, they a lot of them knew what what America really was like. You know, there was war going on. Yeah. There's a lot of you know it, industrial revolution. Like everybody's working in factories, but they knew if they came here, they could find a job. They could right. do these things. They could be with family. They could start anew, mm-hmm. and uh, and so the idea was that a a lot of like saloons were places that uh, they were just places that you could meet up with people from your. 
uh, from your like home country. Yeah. Oh, okay. And, and so a lot of it was you're gonna go, you're gonna go here, and then you're gonna find somebody. You're gonna go to this one saloon where you're gonna find somebody mm-hmm. who's from Poland or somebody who's from Germany yeah, yeah. or from Ireland, and you're gonna go in there, and it's like, well, hey, I'm amongst my, you know, amongst my people. Right. I can feel comfortable, and it's where I belong. Yeah. Kind of and thing. and it usually the what happened would was um, they would you know take a break from work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they would go on lunch break. Right. And then they would go to these saloons or taverns and they'd go in and they would say, ah, you know, I just want something. I just want something to eat. And they're like, well, if you buy a beer, if you buy a beer, the food's free. Yeah. The free lunch thing they did. And so they're like, well, yeah, I could use a beer. Yeah, well, That's that a great sense, idea. Right? Let me tell and, you, give me one. Yeah. And You've seen me. And once you get me started, ain't a lot of stopping. A lot of the free lunches were like sardines, right. or crackers, or, or salty or, foods that would make you want to drink more beer. Right, that so and it it, you know, soups, like really rich soups. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and so you're just like, you know, you, you, between that and then you go in there and you see another guy from your, you know, mm-hmm. from your work who's also from your, you know, home country. You're like, oh, I'm going to sit down. And then somebody comes in, they're like, hey, I'm going to buy a round for yeah. everybody because, you know, they're, yeah, had a good day and next thing you know one beer turns into six and then you go back to work and yeah and you miss the rest of the day of work or you're at the factory and you fall into the meat processing machine and there you and you end up getting packaged as beef that's where know? hot dogs <laughs> so you know I mean, hot dogs came right out yeah. the idea for that one yeah so they're like let's just keep this going and uh but. and that's one thing with prohibition like it started off with good roots Good ideas, right. but then it did go into with immigrants coming over, mm-hmm. people from Italy, people from Ireland. It became a thing where that was part of their culture is to get together as a family, mm-hmm. to drink alcohol, mm-hmm. right. a lot of wine, beer, right. and it came to say like true Americans don't need to drink alcohol. Kind of separating the actual Americans that's what, from that's the what they newcomers, oh, and I those see. kind of groups starting to get involved in prohibition. Well, and it. They start kind of hijacked, the and and the and the funny thing about that is, a lot of farmers because there was this idea of industrial, you know, the industrialist ideology versus mm-hmm. like what real Americans were yeah. doing, like true Americans mm-hmm. were doing, um, or people, you know, I shouldn't say true Americans. Yeah, I, should, yeah, I, I should, yeah, I would say like people that were originally yeah. you know like farmers yeah. people that had cattle you mm-hmm. know things along those lines uh, those people would wake up and have beer with breakfast beer yeah. back then was like their gatorade basically yeah they would wake well, up a lot of times the thing back then back then is better better than water you yep. know you had a yeah, lot of that, water problems or you know a lot of uh sanitation yeah, issues yeah sanitation and issues and, and things like that so i heard about that yeah. like the beer though back at that point when it had to deal with like sanitation was mm-hmm. the beer was so low in alcohol content. Mm-hmm. Like it was mainly just yeah yeast <laughs> yeah. carbonation. At well, that they point. would water it. They'd uh, well, in some cases they would even water it down too, mm-hmm. to make it not as, or, uh, wait, I also saw that somewhere else. Where did I see that? Oh, this is going to be random. Game oh. of Thrones. Oh. <laughs> Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones reference. Remember Game of Thrones reference in King's Landing, and they mm. ordered the, the beer to all be watered down. Oh, and yeah. That's why in King's Landing you get a beer, and the soldiers still be kind of okay. Oh, there you go. Same. Yeah. That's, I get all my yeah. historical facts from Game of Thrones. I mean. Uh, n- well, why I mean, wouldn't why would you? you not? Why wouldn't it's you? It's based on truth. Why wouldn't you? It's based on the truth. No, <laughs> I have a question, though. Do you think, do you think that with... with uh, with the fact that we're talking about um, women's suffrage, as far as mm-hmm. that's assu- assume that the women weren't in the saloon, so is it safe to say, or I don't know if it's a fact or not? Like, is, is it socially unacceptable at that time for the wife to be in a saloon? Most like likely, it was club? mainly men that would yeah. go into saloons. Yeah, yeah because, because I mean, at that time frame, you had definitely separations of class between well, men could vote at that time. But also, this was a manly thing, a masculine thing to do. Right. And yeah. the whole thing with masculinity in America is a whole other topic of, you know. Yeah. And it, I mean, and next it, Tuesday. It yeah. really was. It, <laughs> really was it really was the time when uh, they focused on the woman being in the home and the yes. man going to Absolutely. work. And yeah. so, like, mm-hmm. that's where they, that's where their market was, was to the men that were in the workforce. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, come here. You know, you buy, you you pay fifty cents for a beer or whatever it was at that time. You know, five cents for a beer, and you get, uh, you exactly. know, get a free hot meal. Right. Well, I think I'll take a 
you know, mm-hmm. here we go. I get a beer and a, and a meal. Why not? Let's call it good. And then, and so that's why I think that's why it wasn't that it was a discrimination thing, but it was more just that was what their market was at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, honestly, the yeah. the one thing that I find hilarious is that. Uh, the the woman who I mean it's not hilarious I feel bad for saying that uh, the woman who actually was one of the main figures and I don't remember if she actually started it but she it's was fine. up there so. in in the actual society though the women's Christian Temperance uh, Union her husband died from alcoholism uh-huh. and and so that's what uh, yeah that's what drove. Yeah, he owned up to it. it. That it's, mm-hmm. it's 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 Jim Beam calling. Um, oh, well, that counts too. But um, but her husband died from alcoholism, and and he was and you know, he was very lighthearted about it. And he was just like, you know, I did this to myself, yeah. whatever. But she took it. She yeah. took it really, really, you know, seriously. Yeah. Between that and. Um, her uh, her mm-hmm. her justification for the first act against a saloon was that God or a godly voice told her <laughs> told her you know go outside and pick up something heavy that you can throw and fill your pockets with it. It's not the way to go about it. She went she went to a saloon, went in there. Well, uh, saloon or tower, as you would do, whichever one went in. And said, and the craziest you thing she to, wasn't drunk at all. You know, you need to close this <laughs> down. Be completely you against her. Get out of here. And they were like, all right. Well, the anti-meth movement back took in that day rocks out of her pocket. Oh, she just started throwing them. And that was just. She started throwing them. You that one day, not today. Yeah. 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 Well, and then after that, she upgraded to One day we should get into like how like where how came to be. You know, yeah. I don't know. As one would do. You know, I don't know if I want to get into. Yeah. yeah, and she was yeah, sober the entire time. I just wonder. No mess. Oh, nothing. yes. The founding <laughs> I mean, father geez. of mess. Yeah. yeah. I'd one day we'll do a deep dive into, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> into, into meth. <laughs> let's do a deep dive into some meth. Maybe not. Sometimes, sometimes, you know. So Jake being a chemist here, though. Well, that's what I was getting just make it. You could. You can make us a batch. Oh, yeah. Virgin meth. Doesn't have to have anything crazy in it. Oh, just Leave out the Drano this time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> just not face well, first. Good. Just yeah. not face yeah. first. That's Component, terrible. Man. Yeah. So that's one thing. We, don't, we won't stay on the topic of meth. Technically. But when I see the people that are arrested for using meth, I'm like, there's no way. Well, I guess these are people buying. Yeah, it. I was gonna say. But how are these people I, I, smart enough I, anything to actually that have like a laboratory kit like main, yeah, and sit in there and actually cook yeah, this stuff that, up? That is one main thing. Yeah. If you think about though, but they one, probably yeah, were I mean, though. For the a lot of these will take place. So. <laughs> what I what I'll see, man, is to say, do I know a lot of people that are are um, addicted mm-hmm. to meth? Yeah. No, right? But do I have I met a fair mm-hmm. share of people that are addicted to something in one way or another? And it's always the same story as far as it's. I was, you know, I was smart. Once I upon a time, mm-hmm. I did this, I did that, and usually, once upon a time, I they were say usually because I'm doing this categorizing yeah. or whatever. But like, if you start off on like maybe an Adderall mm-hmm. uh, as a kid growing up, and you're like, okay, well, let me take this to make help me mm-hmm. calm down or make me focus or this, and then it just leads and just keeps building and building. Mm-hmm. But I think you'd be surprised. There's a lot, a lot of people that we consider just smart people. Yeah. That you would see just end up on the streets just be from meth or any other kind of drug. And it might be the stress from being so intelligent and not being able to relate to other people and just thinking, okay, this is my escape. I don't have to actually think anymore. I don't know. That's generally my issue when I'm talking. To well, like, I know, you it know is. When I'm talking yeah. to the general public uh-huh. or you guys, I'm just like, dude, I've got to. <laughs> i got to get out of this <laughs> <I've got> situation. <laughs> mm-hmm. I can Let see in your face. Uh, I get that, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's right. That's it. That's what it all brings everything back to perspective and reality. But the conversation about meth and other drugs, uh-huh. we'll get into something we're going to talk about a little later. I think the war on drugs, the modern day prohibition of it. Right. I guess I got to tone myself down. But that's why we have bourbon. Yeah. It's fine. The it's noble. It's all right. Very noble. So this noble experiment itself was officially ratified. January 16th, 1920. 
It's the 18th Amendment. No, yeah, that's true. That is true. And which, the crazy thing about that as what, well, like it was supported where, by the Conservative know, the, Party, which you um, can understand how this, that would be supported yeah, by that. But also by the Progressive experiments Party, they that, thought that, we're, that this way, that we're, yeah, not the great, but social the like norms would actually come back into play and people would stop having to live in such poverty and whatnot because people actually be working. Yeah. Now, was 18th, it was it, 18th was it from the very beginning, the mm-hmm. day, that day that you just said, um, is it, hey, this is stopping now? Or was there a weaning off kind of process? No, it actually happened. Social, like, norms actually come back to play. Right. Stop having to live in such poverty. Right. Yep. And, oh, no. Because what it is, is that it was the transportation. No, what actually happened was um, they they allotted people a year okay well, and and it wasn't it wasn't a, a weaning off project yeah. because uh-huh. because what it is is that it was okay. the uh, manufacturing transportation as okay. in import mm-hmm. or export from the united states was completely or was completely yeah. elite you know prohibited mm-hmm. um to have it and to use it was not, um, which is which is the, the funny thing about it was they 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 put in they put in a little loophole, which uh, a lot of people took advantage of, like uh, J.P. Morgan, um, who else? Uh, I think Vanderbilt was around at this time. A lot of the higher up guys were said they said, okay, yeah, sure, you give me a. Y- yeah. Okay. I'll figure this oh, out. And so what happened was, is it was written in there that they had uh, within a, a year from the date of ratification of the amendment, you could purchase as much alcohol as you possibly wanted. And I can't remember who it was, but somebody bought thousands of cases of champagne. They bought, you know, they went Which out also and bought, shows you know, how thousands like of cases of how, whatever they could find. Drugs. And so it, if you were like the ones that was fortunate enough to have enough money, one, and had the right people to talk to in order to get it, crack and everything else. you basically but had a, the wealthy you, you built a wing on your house alcohol they wanted to, to store your alcohol, just specifically. And I mean, like you established wine cellars and things the ones that actually need a drink, they're never going to have it again. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've all had a day like that, man. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah, and it's and it's kind of it, and it's funny because you you saw a lot of you saw a lot of people that were like, man, I really could just Unwind use the a beer. Mm-hmm. I just really. I, you know, don't eat, yeah, I don't. Yeah. And, I mean, I feel like that's an everyday thing yeah. for most right. people. Uh, but it, you know, and it wasn't. It wasn't. They were asking, "I need to go get hammered, or I need, I need to." Well, as you, you were know, saying, drink as myself well, into a stupor. It was a lot of this back then wasn't based on science. It was based on drink a beer. God told me this, so right. it has to be the, true. And, you have and to believe me, or otherwise, absolutely, we know now <laughs> that there's absolutely we're nothing wrong with it. Thanks to science. But, but it's the but it's, it's the say too there is some, there is a logical standing behind it too right I, I don't maybe the way that, that they did it maybe not agree with but at the same time like there is there's a point that you have to do something right, right? like yeah. it's still not okay for right. me to wake up tomorrow right. morning go have three beers go to work and then yeah exactly yeah or, yeah, yeah I'm gonna, you know what I mean like I'm gonna, I'm gonna I can, take an axe to your bar and all, all your furniture right I can see the point behind it did they go about it the best way looking back. No, but you gotta. There's gotta be something in me that believes whoever's idea this was like had to have some kind of logical reasoning on how they came up with it. And they did. I mean, they thought it'd be better for America society and America would be a stronger yeah. nation because of it. No, and the marriages be stronger, families yeah. be stronger, but probably not. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You can't have a drunk on your assembly line. Yeah. 
which I'm sure has happened. Yeah, between yeah. that, uh, probably happens Monday, today. Of course, you had people like today. Henry Ford. They were stepping in and saying, I, "I think we had talked about it before." How they did make the Pinto. Uh, it was made know, of flint, was wasn't like, it? Oh, you know, <laughs> it's killing my, it's killing my production. Yeah, and you know, it's just like you know, killing my production. Some guy's gonna you know put a bolt on wrong, and then it's gonna kill somebody. And mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean. Uh, they they made the Pinto at one point in time. Those things blew up. So, uh, yeah. So, but, 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 uh, but. Uh, I mean, I, you're right. There's there's a lot of there's a lot of thought that probably went into it that maybe this will be good because I mean they all they no you know, they had proposed okay well you know people dying from, you know people being alcoholics is going to go down people that. Um, are dying from cirrhosis are going to go down. Mm-hmm. People, uh, uh, you know, family violence is going to go down. All these things, but, all these great things are going to happen, and we're all going to be fine. But let's look at Granted, all the deaths that that's were involved not what really in shootings, gang related. Yeah, between between the fact that I think the only things that did go down were deaths from cirrhosis and mob. Yeah, we're talking about mob now. Household violence. Did decrease, which is a which is a positive thing, of course. I'm not. Yep. Mm-hmm. Exactly, because yeah, because that's, because that's then that you, whole, have to, the you have to you have to yeah the mafia began the increase in violence from based on gang related or m- mob related under underworld you know underworld crime things along those the rise of the 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 mobster and mm-hmm. bootlegging right. and illegal activity. That Which you fashion. need to look at again with the war um, on drugs right now. The war on drugs occurred for good reasons. People don't clearly don't want to be higher stone all the time. And, and but how yeah, many? I mean, games, and it's and it's oh, basically clearly drug games you know, the before same way with the cartel with, was able to pick with up steam. any time that you drug traffickers uh, in America. You, were able to pick if up the steam. market for something disappears, someone else is going to pick it up. Someone else is going to pick it up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is what it does. I mean, of course, you have yeah. the popular gangsters like Al Capone. They came to be. Yeah. That luckily died one of the most ridiculous deaths. Syphilis wasn't right, it syphilis actually, in his brain. I mean, he got what he got. It's just karma catching yeah, they up. Actually, they, it, it, it created a worse, a worse version of business. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Syphilis. Yeah. Syphilis, and yeah, and uh, well, and, that, and that's the thing is, he was a special character. There were there were many before him, you know. There were there were all the gang wars that took place for the, the between uh, the, the South Side, the Cicero mm-hmm. gangs, and the North Side. That no one was Irish ever arrested gangs. for that either. It just went away. Um, there was a lot also, of activity going on there. Yeah, guys like Lucky Luciano, who place. started the commission of the mafia, um, you that people at, didn't believe it existed I mean, until jumping ahead to when Capone took maybe power. Or so before that you know, actually in, found you know, out. For the, the gang that he was in, uh, mm-hmm. St. Valentine's Day Massacre, things like that. Yeah. Yeah, just kind of went to the wayside. In there, I'm sure so. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's a good. One. Yep, I haven't watched it. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah uh, Meyer Lansky. Game of Thrones? Yeah, Meyer Lansky. Mm-hmm. Game of Thrones. Um, Historical character. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, that's what you did there. Uh, Al Capone, all these guys. Correlation there. Yeah, they're well. Yeah, um, Nookie Tom. Which is yeah, funny. Uh, <laughs> Boardwalk Empire. Okay. Oh, Great show. A lot of historical yeah. characters in it. Um, huh. Game of Thrones. Uh, yeah, I was gonna say. There's there there's a there's something that you all. I, yeah. I, I, Death to twenty twenty. You all have to watch it. Sat satire. It's satire. It's fine. It's black Black Mirror creators did did a great job. But yeah, the funny thing is is uh, there there was actually a person uh, in uh, Atlantic City. Not his name wasn't Enoch Thompson. I think it's Enoch Johnson. And so he's, ba- I think that's it, it's supposed to be based off a historical character, not nearly as, um, uh, yeah. I guess uh, you know, high ranking as as Nucky was, but 
still still was you know affiliated with all the crime and whatnot. But um, no, it went up. Well, as far as let me tell you as right far now, as the other thing, hey, with, tell me I can't drink uh, something. Yeah, I'm drinking the, all of the, it. It's, it's as far as bad uh, things that came along with where, I mean, the you're prohibition. Find a way, especially um, uh, you know, we're, you're you're talking about gang crimes and all drugs, that. Right? Everybody's like, eh, but anyway, also we'll get into, we'll get into more drugs uh, later. But alcoholism, like you said, if someone comes in here and tells me you're down. not drinking beer or bourbon anymore, I'm gonna find a way to I'm gonna find a way, and if not, I'm gonna make a way. Yeah. Yeah. Which is where, which is why we got on top oh, today. Because <laughs> now, I want to talk about bathtub gym for a mm-hmm. second because we we talked about what the oak, yeah. the hay notes. Yeah, yeah. Tub. And, said that and that's the, the reason you know. why a lot of people have. <laughs> what uh, uh, what notes do you think they're picking up in bathtub? Bathtub yeah. enamel <laughs> and uh, grout, you know, and pe- some hair, salt, <laughs> and, ha- salt. and yeah, and housemade stills and and things along those lines. Oh, you think they're actually putting in the bathtub? The well, I guess they would because no one had two bathrooms at that time. Yeah, thinking this shit. 100%. There you go. Enamel. So bathtub gin itself. I mean, that's just a, a blanket name maybe, for all the maybe. Fake alcohol, you know. Like, somebody probably these people used embalming toenails. They so, use, they spit tobacco in there for color. Oh, like, yeah. could you? And they sell this stuff to speakeasies. You know, yeah. Right. I was gonna say if if they could just, afford that, they would be that desperate for a year's drink. worth of you know the stash that they needed. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Oh yeah, yeah. And 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 that's something else that that always gets overlooked. Um, yeah. You know, we we always talk Not, about we always well, talk you, about like the corruption point, with the government. Yeah. As far <laughs> you as, were correct. You know, <laughs> we know that there was, we know that there was uh, alcohol bootlegged into President the Hardy. Capitol, and he, uh, offered Congress and Congress people. Well, I guess at this point in time, I've been congressman. Um, I, I don't have to be politically mm-hmm. correct at this point in time, but yeah, and so, but uh, but but uh, congressmen and even um, who was the vice president at that time? And he was like, "Are you serious?" Yeah, <laughs> it was the guy who tried to check the president. Hey, yeah. bro, and, and it it was rumored it was rumored that he died at a speakeasy. Or died at a saloon, and I they picture carried whoever his body that man was being back like to John the White Goodman House and um, through the underground tunnels that were there. Like, the, it's just all these like I mean, yeah. There's that it, movie with a the alcohol pilot, and he had to wake oh, him up. Oh yeah, yeah. He had to go uh, speak in front of I think. A, oh, yeah, Tom Hanks, bro, the, bro, the tone it down. No, no, that's no. You got to bring it. You're at twelve. Oh, that is Sully. He was drunk though, wasn't he? Oh, it was. Yeah, his, I think yeah, it's called. Yeah, he Ava, was, it's called. I yeah, you could not. Yeah, he he's on something. Oh. Yeah, that's Sully. Sully. Because there was Sully, and then there's uh, the one with Denzel Washington in it. But I don't know what Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. But. Uh, yeah. So but yeah, I mean, between that, but the, but also, not only the corruption in in the politics as a whole, but the fact that in order to in order to make it to where people would, because this is where um, denatured alcohol came from. Oh, okay. And right, so, right. yeah, and so, and so, yeah, 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 and so what it was was. Um, I, I can't remember exactly what it was, but they, they would, they would, they would basically make it to where it was uh, alcohol that was not uh, pure in it, in, in its form, and so they would add small amounts of this, small amounts of that, and it was it was like methanol and uh, I can't remember like all kinds of ethyl acetate, like all kinds of stuff. That's not so meant when you to say be consumed. Wasn't still properly, you're, you're bringing them out. Uh, yeah, Everclear. And, and so and it's so that's what everybody blamed. You know, don't get me wrong. If you drink 
moonshine that hasn't no, been distilled well, properly. Until you do. The reason why is because a lot of these, a lot of these compounds still exist in that, in that actual, you know, in, in what you're drinking. Well, I mean, you know, granted, at the same time, you're, you're definitely not supposed to drink that. Yeah. I mean, you can. You can. You can in small quantities, but it's still not good. Um, but 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 what it is is, there. you know, you have ethanol, which is what is in alcohol. And then what they were doing was they were, like I said, they were adding all of these different additive, additives. Uh Methanol was one of the big ones. Oh, which, okay. It was funny completely different. When they would add quantities of it, a lot of people mis- were mis- mistaking methanol with. Uh, Shouldn't be with, something you should mistake. Yeah. Let's see. Yeah. <laughs> one is not safe for consumption. Yeah. Uh, methanol with uh, menthol. That's what it was. They were adding menthol. Yeah, they were adding menthol, and they were and they were mistaking it. And so they were like, wait, it turns out this is bad. Something's not right. And so, and so, so what would happen is they, it was, they had denatured alcohol and, um, and what would happen is whenever they did that, like a lot of the bootleggers and and people that were producing, you know, trying to, uh, trying to sell to, uh, all the different you know bars and saloons in in other countries or anywhere just where you know to make their money and and get it out there, they would take this denatured alcohol and they would quote quote renature it, and they thought they were distilling off all of the bad components. Well, then they would sell it, and you know there was blindness, there was you know people that were you know having like heart failure and and just like liver failure just from drinking that's even to say small quantities of it. And then um, the government decided instead of stopping that process, they said, we'll just add more. It's fine. And so instead they added more of these uh, additives to the denatured alcohol. And that's what ended up, it ended up killing more people that way. So not only did you have the crime was killing people. But it's but I think what's even worse not even even worse than that. You're talking about the guys who didn't make a mistake, right? Like maybe they didn't didn't clear it out. They thought they could out. So the death toll was rising. You said used to spit tobacco in there just to make a color just a little bit darker than what it was. Stop people from dying. Just make them green. Those are the ones that those are the bottom of the barrel. You know what I mean? It's incredible what it created, the problems it created, opposed to what it what it's supposed to solve. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> so, That's right. so if you can get into this that, blend yeah. wintergreen. This is wintergreen. Kind of like a, I guess a modern take on that. Um, yeah. Me and you both taught in the Marines, and I remember spice being a big thing in the Marine Corps at the time, especially like 2010, 11. Mm-hmm. So, then, no, it was huge, man. And then instead so of oak and hay, spice at that like, time was like what synthetic. I taste tobacco, and this is a To be honest, I don't know what exactly it is. I still don't. I don't either. Um, but I know what it turned into and it started yeah. crystallizing people's lungs. People started dying from it yeah, yeah, yeah. because it was just guys that would get potpourri and just spray it with a chemical nice. they made and then package it as spice just to fuck people up as much as you can yeah. and to sell it. I mean, you go to Myrtle Beach, you can buy it anywhere here, you want Here's to the thing, and they call it synthetic marijuana, right? But the difference was that, I, look, I smoked weed, right? Done it. I, I, to be honest with you, I think I smoked spice one time. Mm-hmm. I was he- So I was yeah. heading back. I'll tell you the story. So I was heading back from... <laughs> One of the bars right off base over there in uh, in Japan, right? I was I was walking back, and a buddy oh, of wow. mine, uh, my name, but we're well, sitting there. He's got a it. cigarette. He's like, "Hey, man, you want to smoke this with me?" Like, yeah, dude, I'm ham- I'm literally I'm hammered drunk mm-hmm. walking back, mm-hmm. and of course I need it. And uh, I'm sure he told me what was in it before I started smoking it. And at that point, it's like ah, I don't care about anything. Yeah. It's fine, mm-hmm. Superman, right? So I'm walking back, and the next thing I know is the weirdest thing. And that's why I say they say it's synthetic marijuana, mm-hmm. right? It's supposed to act like marijuana, which means the illusions or, or, or what have you that take over when you smoke weed, right? Uh, but I remember walking back, and like halfway through the walk back, my legs stopped working. Yeah, they will. 
one at a time. Yep. Like my foot, mm-hmm. my, my right foot stopped, followed by my right knee would not move anymore, followed by my right hip just mm-hmm. stopped. I was like, okay. And then the left one gave out, same thing, one by one by one, to the point where this guy had to put me over his shoulder and carry me to the barracks because I could not, I couldn't walk. Which like, is something that only happens when you, when you smoke ridiculous amounts of marijuana. Something, so, well, it that, wouldn't come from yeah, one joint yeah, yeah. Not at from, all. No, this is no. one half, yeah, half, exactly. it's half tobacco, half spice was in yeah, this wow. thing and rocked my world, man, 100%. Mm-hmm. And I'm so, this is somebody, look, man, I've smoked weed. I got nothing in smoking weed. Mm-hmm. Do I smoke anymore? No. My, I, just, I just don't function well. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? But it's just someone who, like, I don't knock weed at all. If you want to smoke weed, mm-hmm. smoke weed, please be, be free, be you, mm-hmm. do you. But, that spice stuff is not anything to mess Yeah, it's fucking with. dangerous. It's and it's what market. people will do to make a buck. Yep. Like they see a market for it, much like they saw right. alcohol, was it, there's a market for it. Right. What can we do to make this as cheap as possible? Sure. Which, again, if you want to start getting into <laughs> war on drugs, you can. we might as well get into that. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, I was gonna say which. I was gonna say yeah, this brings us. Yeah, this brings to what, stop the idea yeah. of prohibition, and, uh, and of course we always tie prohibition so to just one thing. Yeah, 18th Amendment. Yeah, changed by. You know, it was the first time that we had to change an amendment using another amendment. Which yeah, I think it's it was on the twenty fourth, I believe. Twenty third, twenty fourth. Yeah. And uh and and so we think of the we think of that as far as okay, the act of prohibition we always just refer to it that it started we deal with prohibition was when it actually officially went into play. And it's it's a it's a constant thing and it's prohibiting you know, just the act, the act of keeping somebody from doing something. I mean, that's what it is. And so we have the war, the war on drugs, which started, you'd say, I know it was under So Nixon. even back then, when Nixon, which Nixon's yeah. obviously a racist okay. piece of shit. So, <laughs> I mean, you can Hello. You, you, you think about but that. But, like, even back then <laughs> with the <laughs> I could Subplot. see where there was kind of the same demand for <laughs> Hopefully no one listening to this podcast is a, is a Nixon fan. If I'm, if I'm offending any fans and, of Nixon. In the problems it may have created. <laughs> he's a piece of shit. But anyways. <laughs> Peace be with you. But just like Prohibition started. <laughs> well, not when it started, but when it started actually taking big leaps. That that. That, that, that reminds me of something else during Prohibition too, but we will immigrants coming in. War on drugs also started with racial undertones towards peace fingers city communities. Peace using crack the, 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 because it was a cheaper form of cocaine to make. When I'm sure I don't know if Nixon did cocaine or not, but a lot of the politicians, a lot of the wealthy class at that point, they had a messed up nose for it. But they would use cocaine. So there's a lot of similarities in that, as far as what corruption goes into. He did have the nose for it. So, right? Yeah. Because that's what that was something that um, that mm-hmm. I mean I, I know we didn't really yeah. touch much on, but yeah, but yeah, it, it. If you look at well, what, <laughs> what took place, there's more of a reason to yeah, more reason <laughs> like leading up to, but then also during prohibition, you look at World War One. Yeah. Where everybody hated the Germans at that point in time. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not saying that people don't hate Germans now, but I'm saying that the majority of the people that then hated. Yeah, you know, you, you sink a boat. Well, granted, you sink a boat full of, you know, full of. You know, I think you have thousands mm-hmm. of people that you know, were supposed to be unsinkable, and it just happens that there was, you know, a thousand. Couple hundred, I can't remember exactly how many. There were a lot of Americans on the boat. It's going to make a lot of people upset. And so, 
it was it not only was oh the yeah you know the hate of the the Irish and they kind of took it over it doesn't even Polish sound right coming out of your mouth everybody that wants to come over here <laughs> yeah which is strange because a lot of, of I mean Germans just are white pushed people. it over the edge <laughs> that's and true that was something else that I didn't get to mention before. Uh, was uh, a lot of prohibition yeah, that is backed by all the pieces of shit. Klux Klan. We're all, we're all putting the pieces Klan. of the puzzle right? together. It's always Fuck a tongue Nazis twister. Yeah. There you go. I don't even like saying it. That's why it's so hard to say it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who's this? Yeah, and it's funny. It's funny that Who am it's I? funny that Hitler had the same ideologies as <laughs> the KKK, but they still like. I, I, but a whole different ball game. Whole different ball game. At the end of the day. Yeah, and 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 the majority of them, I, I'm I'm fairly certain the majority of them are of yeah. Irish descent. But whatever, you don't want to ruin your base there. But um, but but that but that was the that was the big thing was, it was it was it was very similar to some situations now where, oh, these are terrible people. But if they're gonna back my ideology, then I'm not gonna tell them they're bad. You don't want to, yeah. You don't want to, and you know those people are going to mm-hmm. vote you back in the office, so you can continue to mm-hmm. create these situations that we're in now, and then they just kind of do whatever they want by destroying things, killing it's the, people, it's the American way of people in the street, tearing down businesses. Not only of, and that was the bad thing was it was not only of immigrants, but then they took it out on the African American community. <laughs> Why they the decided that they had something to do with it? It it was just, it was it was absolutely unnecessary. But so he, so here's a question for you. Then yeah. with that with that too, then how yeah. does it get if, fixed? If you're not fix it, right, if, if you're not American, as I throw up air quotes, I wish yeah. everybody could or, see me when or, I do this. The idea is there, sarcasm, right? uh, but, but how does it American, how does it get implemented? Yeah. Like what is the better idea? You don't count, and 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 that's where the all of this it hundred percent it's true hundred percent it's true gotta say something I always say I always say the best thing that we can do is always just call people on their bullshit yeah is and 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 you know, I mean, and it's and that and that's the general basis of it is that if it's something if it's something that's not right, you have like to saying say the we're on drugs is a waste you can't of time, you can't a waste of money or waste of resources. You know, just expect everybody else to handle it for you, or you just move on about your business. Mm-hmm. We yeah, we don't really have we don't have a platform, we don't have pedestals to stand on, but we all have the ability. To say something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Saying that, saying that, pro, yeah, saying prohibition gave 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 the platform. Yeah, I mean, for, the fact that there's um, you know, the, no, the, the let me let me ask you. I have, I have a question. Right? Of, it's about I mean, we talked uh, about this other day about dare. Uh, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Dare, Nancy Reagan. Is dare still going on? Is, I mean, it really is. I don't know. We're still here. We don't know, but here's like the other thing later. that I had a problem mm-hmm. with with Dare. Playing the same. I didn't know what like a joint was. Same old nonsense. Until Dare I mean, told it's me. Just, I didn't yeah. know what drugs were until until there was a lion with a Dare T-shirt that yep. told me that drugs are a thing. Now I'm not saying that that led to yeah. a lot of people doing drugs. It didn't lead to me. That's not what did it. Yeah. But it also. I don't think so. It's a question on on know. educating children. To what something is and making them curious, mm-hmm. or you're telling them something yeah. so they don't do it. So it's, it goes in the same thing with like sex education in school. It's telling yeah, children that didn't know about sex that really was beforehand. Weird. That was a weird class. And then don't do it. Yeah. Don't, of course they're going to do it because 100%. they're human beings and they're going put in, through put it in their head. adolescence. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It and it's and it really is it, and that is the thing about the whole idea of which is why it's something. funny. It's the 
the demonizing but. of a certain <laughs> so is that certain object or a certain substance that makes people want it that much more. It really right. is. I mean, it it it, it convinces people. Yeah, that you really you, need it. I'll tell you whether it's you, good or bad. I'm telling you, you shouldn't do it. Yeah, but that's how it's. If that's you're, how Walter White but started. If you, you know, have you <laughs> ever done it? Well, no. Okay. Well, then how can you tell me that something's wrong with it? Well, and it's like, well, what if I go try it? Figure out, yeah. Figure out what's wrong with it, and then we can decide at the end of the day. Number three. That's number and, three. And don't get me wrong, it's not acceptable in all class, situations. The first rule will be don't do who's listening to that, us. That should be the yeah. There that should be the only rule there. <laughs> do not do yeah, heroin. You shouldn't do. Like murder someone. Don't do that. Or oh, yeah, I, I don't know. Like you know, <laughs> heroin. Yeah. Heroin's not cool. Which I'm sure that Gabe, um, which Gabe also defended, but also said that he wouldn't buy. Yeah. <laughs> in the same, in the same <laughs> sentence. I mean, in the same <laughs> sentence. And, and I mean, I, I, I don't, I don't, I don't remember exactly, but was he did have Eric a song Clapton? Cocaine. We were talking about him yeah. earlier. I wish we had. <laughs> yeah, about his three point five million dollar. Guitar. So when it comes to like music and arts, I think drugs play a huge role oh, yeah. in creativity. Yeah. 100%. I, Murder, yeah, murder is not mean, played a role in creativity. Don't get me wrong, great people do these things. Yeah, I mean, they, they, they do some things. Some things are questionable. Yeah. But drinking too, you went, uh, so even prohibition, right? That's where the speakeasy Murder is bad, yeah. though. And I think it'd be, uh, murder is bad. I do think it'd be incredibly we can, we can, cool. We can move beyond that, there. but, but, more but like, there are certain there things with, um, with drugs, with drinking, with back, back all out. these that's different what we things like, right? I think that's the reason why we like we, dive bars. It's questionable. It's the same concept. Like, hey, we're here, not a lot of people know about it. But I'm here to have a good time and have a good mm-hmm. time for myself. But that's also to say that that's where, um, to, to hit what you said, music came from, right? So I don't yeah. know I don't know if jazz has the, not rebirth, but the birth that it does. I understand mm-hmm. that jazz was around before. But I don't know yes. if it has the resurgence that it does without, the pro, without prohibition right. and being in these speakeasies, being this outlawed kind of music that you know what you only listen to if you're hip if you're 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 breaking the rules yeah, the rock and roll of the day breaking the rules mm-hmm. that's how you that's how you get to the jazz right mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. yeah just give it to me man i don't care what you right. just give it to me <laughs> And ja- I mean, jazz does make the the perfect music You're, to drink too. Oh, it does. Get yourself you a glass of bourbon, a cigar. You, you, you like put on you, jazz record. You want the vinyl? You want the cigar? You want the? You want the? You want the? You want the? I got a cigar box right there. Whatever the guy's pouring in your glass, you're just throwing money at him. And and if you guys didn't know this, Todd is a bit of an antiquer. Apparently, oh, I am. You want to tell us about that? What? What, that, what, what was it that you found? The phone, the, the phonogram. Well, he's gonna have a jazz record mm-hmm. on that phonogram. Here's here you some. go. So here's here's <laughs> here's the thing, right? So I, I went I went looking at this old. Uh, I am an antiquer. I go you, and find. You you'll ever come into uh, my my place, which you are all invited. <laughs> kind of. It's a small room. <laughs> Uh, but I, ha- I I like older things. Uh, I think the craftsmanship in uh, craftsmanship in it is, is incredible for one and for two. I just I just like the the things were built to last, and I like the look of what they were. Um, but we went to uh, this music shop to go find a turntable or record player, something we could hook up uh, to a speaker. To that's have terrifying. We love we that's love terrifying. records. We do. Now the problem is that to buy the record player was like a or the turntable was about a hundred dollars, and then the speakers to buy it were about a hundred dollars. Well, then I go into an antique shop next door, and they have this this four or five foot phonogram. Phone, thank you, phonograph. That was probably during the prohibition, is when it oh, was made. I'm oh, oh, hundred percent. Like this thing, I don't know the year. I'll go back tomorrow yeah. and find out because I'm also gonna go buy it for three hundred dollars. Uh-huh. But as you should. It's as I should because it's got not only what I need, it's got the record player part of the phonograph part of it, the record playing part. It's got a speaker built in, and phonograph. it's a beautiful piece of 
furniture, which we need because gotcha. he's moving into our new house. Yeah. We'll go buy it now. Let's just do it. Let's just do it. That's perfectly fine. I don't even know why your 50 bucks is involved, but I'll take it. <laughs> I'm going to buy it anyway, but I'll take your 50 bucks. So these podcasts will be released on vinyl. You can play on your phonograms that everyone has in your home. I you got to flip them, though. It's only three you tracks get, per side. You got to flip them back and turn it around. You, you, you got to pay the rest of it. <laughs> that's what we got. So we with jazz coming into play with Prohibition, and maybe that's because you need this popular, maybe or wouldn't have the rebirth you need that I was talking it. about. I'm just saying the music that came out of well, 1970s one is when the war on drugs started, oh, but again to the 80s with the oh, yeah. advance of hip hop that came into play. Hundred percent. We only we only get like 43 minutes on one side. War on drugs was obviously they were talking about drugs in the music. They were also talking about uh, the police in that yeah. time too it was coming mm-hmm. to be a real thing, which leads us to the problems that we have now. Mm-hmm. But that's where it all stimulated, and, and it all goes yeah. back to. Okay, I I don't know if it's fair to root it right. back to the war yeah, on drugs. I mean, yeah. it's not fair to make that the root, but it sure didn't help. But at the same time, again, I'll go back to like, well, then what mm-hmm. else did we do? I mean, it's the fact yeah. that I guess cops were busting people's homes to, to arrest them for what an ounce of marijuana right. or anything they suspected them of apparently having, and people are just being sick of it, and calling the, all the again, bullshit. But again, but then again, the poetic cops, form. Back then, the cops yeah. would take those drugs, and then and you'll see there's a documentary on Netflix mm-hmm. I almost watched today, um, is that they would take those yeah. drugs and then resell them mm-hmm. for whatever their purposes were. Now that's where you have a problem. Yep. Right, that's where that's mm-hmm. where your whole system comes uh, be, falls short. Because if you got the same people you're trying to enforce right. selling the same shit, then that that's that's your problem altogether. Yeah, happening prohibition, but as well. that at that point, it's not the problem with the program. The problem is the people run the program. It's a bluegrass conspiracy. There you go. Yeah. What just happened? Yeah. Cocaine bears everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> it's ravenous. Look all these. Now we keep going full circle, full circle, Look at all these full episodes. circle, full circle. Just come together it's as version. one. Is this all just one long episode? I think it might be. Oh my! How long it, have we been I talking? It's a bluegrass right? conspiracy <laughs> all over again. It's. That could it's, be why. It's between I mean, that and then we're, and with that, we're living in a simulation because we I think we end this week's episode over and over again. Bullshit. Just with so more technology. Jake can get his legs back under him. Thank God. <laughs> oh, Jacob, crazy legs more. So yeah, this will be the end of it. Uh, we'll see you guys next week. I, there's a reason why my legs are numb because I've been sitting in the same chair for like three months now. No, I'm just kidding. And with that, I think we end this week's episode of Bourbon and Bullshit so Jake can get his legs back under him. Thank God. <laughs>